the knobs, it's just, you know, that'll give you carpal tunnel trying to knob it off. <laughs> oh, sure. You don't want to knob it off. Except when you really want to go bowling. And she says, no, we're staying at home. And we're going to knob it off. That's good. <laughs> with the lime, with the coconut, you mix it. No, I'm going to stick my head in the toilet, flush, and call it washed. And that's about it. <laughs> that's my sound effect of a bottle of uh, a root beer. Yeah. Cold open. Delicious and nutritious. Hot summer day, Mr. Kilbasa. And I don't even think it's summer. How about that? <laughs> melon caca, melon caca, melon caca. Pretty darn sad, as Porky the Pig used to say. Oh, boy. I work with a man. He is uh, very similar to the Porky Pig uh, character. Very much uh, very much the cartoon that says, if it's Wednesday, I'm not coming to work. And why is that, Porky? Well, I got paid yesterday. And have you ever real have you and it's become so consistent, Mr. Kilbasa? America, anyone listening, do you ever have a chronic person who's just like this is their day off and just can't get around it? I've never seen anything like it. It's Wednesday. Old Porky's not gonna be here today. This guy is so porky pig. Can I describe something to you and the and the rest of the listening public here, Mr. Kilbasa? Certainly. You stand a skinny person next to him and they turn in profile, it looks like the number ten. Oh, Round. The boy is round. Oh, Porky's round. Unbelievable. I have to uh, let him pass sometimes because there's no doorway <laughs> wide enough to let two people through with old Porky here. Man. See, this is the this is the negative negative side of pride through pork is what we're trying to talk about here. You know, <laughs> people people do not need to be so damn heavy. You know, tell me, you're a you're a kettlebell working, uh, tutu wearing sort of exercise kind of guy. Yeah, but I'm at least I'm, that, at I, least at least that's what the Instagram yeah, account. But I'm losing says. I'm losing the battle, man. I lose the battle every day. What battle is that? The battle against being a fat ass. But I look better than I looked last year, man. So there. With with the chunkiest of the monkeyest, we have. Johnny Kilbasa, are you telling me you've gone all caveman on us? And no, man, I'm, I'm I'm a I'm a mountain of a man. I just you know it's that the midsection just never wants to go away. That's the first place it goes and the last place it leaves. But you know that my guns are I'm really I'm just block. I'm a block. You're a block, yeah. That's it. Blockhead. That's it. I'm I'm to understand in certain places, and I know you you know fly to the beach. You know you, if you have guns, it gets uh hides up a multitude of uh daddy fat <laughs> yeah and i believe hulk hogan said um tan hulk fat mania. looks better than uh white fat pale fat hulkamania so that's why you got to tan I... it up tan takes 15 pounds off you right there hulkamania but you have to have the guns you have to have the guns you have to have the guns if you want to be fat you have to have the guns my man uh my man brother hex uh has been espousing that he says he cuts the t-shirts off just to show the guns and to hide the belly I said well all right so what kind of exercise are you doing there hexer he goes well i feel garbage pal full of sand and i kind of curl it while i'm walking up steps i said that's an invention to stay in shape it's good for everything that ain't bad so, <laughs> you know doing steps is good people pay a lot of money or on the steps right now whatever that's step master spin cycle Louis Vuitton loving so-and-sos, whatever that nonsense is called. I am sweating. All right, Mishy. 
All right. Are All we right. taking calls yet? <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. We'll see. We'll see if we can take some calls. But I got everything lined up. I got, I got, okay, I got one, two, I got five different screens. I've got a gigantic mixer board. I've got a phone. I've got a glass of I need water. To, I need the intern to take a picture and send it to America. And El Chapo just thinks I can snap my fingers and make all this happen. Well, El Chapo has faith in you, much like everyone else we know does. I'm not sure why you should even doubt yourself. Well, the rest of us don't. Because <laughs> that's what friends are for. Right. Yikes. Yikes. I'm, I'm, we're going to dive right into this. I think I can't believe it. I can't believe it's all hooked up and ready to go. Are you a uh, Are you uh, old enough to know talk radio still and have listened to talk radio? In wherever you've been, that's all I've done for the last twenty years. I wake up and listen to people talk until I go to sleep. Ugh. I eat it, you, sleep it, and breathe it. That's why I'm so good you, at the sausage hut, man. Listen, brother, let me let me help you out here just a little bit. Let me just help you out. Sometimes there's a button that says off. Perfect, it's absolutely perfect. Anyway, I've been a I've been a radio head forever, and I listen to you know I remember FM radio being pretty cool and being old enough to say uh. I remember the first time I heard a Jimi Hendrix song, I was like, okay, what's going on here? Must have been 11 years old. Mr. Hendrix had already passed away. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so you can get different effects doing different things. But as we move forward through the decades, there was a sports radio station called WFAN here in New York. And there was a guy, Mr. Kilbasa, who would call in to all the hosts. And it was Jerome from the Bronx and Jerome from the Bronx would scream at the top of his lungs about the New York Yankees and the manager and the players. And it was, I don't know, probably for 10 or 12 years, he would make his phone calls. He, he's, uh, he was trying to lose weight. So he would eat a bologna sandwich and, huh? and Jerome from the Bronx is so legendary that I hope that the sausage hut, can have someone call and be that important to the program any time of day, like Jerome in the Bronx. That would, that would, uh, I'd be ecstatic, Mr. Kibasa. I'm glad I'm here. I'm ah, from Jerome in the Bronx to Larry in LA and everywhere in between, we wake up, you know, we strap on the backpack, and we climb the mountain because you might have woken up in the valley. And you might have came across the steep slope, but there's one thing that you're going to do when that sun goes down. You're going to end up in the sausage hut. In the sausage hut, baby. With the brand new Yamaha MG12XU. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight channels of sound coming through it. Running uh, on an iPad, an iPhone, a shitty laptop, and pride getting you through the day, baby. In the name of all the buttons that are in front of you right now, Mr. Kilbasa, the magic is good and the magic is you. Fantastic. And that can only mean one thing. 70 days until football season starts. And did your commissioner start your league up yet? Because our league never stops. And that means Mishy's in the house. Mishy. Mr. K. 
Phil Bossa with all the buttons in the free world and all the love in your heart. And we're talking about what? Early, early, early football. It's fantastic. Do you know why it's fantastic? Because baseball is either a home run, a strikeout, or a walk. I'm sorry if you're 18 to 27 to 34 years old and MLB demographic fits your pleasure. That's fine. But, uh, no, it's time for some fantasy football. I agree 100, 100%. 100%. And that can only mean one thing there, Mr. Kilbasa. Our league is active. And scouting is always happy scouting. And I have to ask you a question straight away. I am going to be Jerome in the Bronx right here, right now. And may I ask on the sausage hut, the first formal fantasy football question of 2019. Is that all right? You know what? I haven't dialed up any effects on my new mixing board yet. So let me dial up a little reverb. Hold on a a second. Let's see if I can do it here. Let's. Dun, 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 dun. I have some theme music. Dun, 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 dun. Would, you like, would you like room one, two, three, or four? Would you like stage one, two? I'll take I'll take even numbers Plate. for five hundred. Wink. Okay, I'll give you number four. Let's see here. <laughs> number four. And let me turn up your knob here. Where are you at? Buttons, 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 buttons. There Test you go. One, two okay, buttons. Now we activate. Test one, two buttons. Think. Oh, we got to turn. Do we got to turn something? There's got to be a button for that there we go. or a sequence of buttons. It depends on, on what kind of Yamaha. I know you said it, but, you know, my, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Hello. One, two, three, four buttons. Yeah, I can't. I'm trying to get the, uh, where's the, I think this is the effects knob, isn't it? Uh, there's a lot of buttons. You haven't labeled yet? Uh, la, 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 la. What's the effects? Auxiliary one. Is that, what's that over here? That's an odd number. Number one, number one, number one. Welcome to Live Engineering America on the Sausage Hut. Today's program is... There it is! Okay. (laughs) The magic of buttons. Hello. 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 Hi, this this is Jerome from Cleveland. And I'd like to know, should I draft Javaris Landry or Odell Beckham in uh, as my first uh, wide receiver <laughs> i really think landry is going to see single coverage and play in a slot and score double digit touchdowns i think i can get him late also and thanks for taking my call is kareem hunt worth drafting or should i wait to pick him up as a free agent i don't want him sitting on my roster Listen, I got a bologna sandwich I got to eat. Oh, I'll, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. How'd that work? <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know how to turn it off. It's the opposite of the last button you hit. Can you still hear? Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Can hello. Can you hear me? Okay. No, I can't hear myself now. Okay. Well, now that's I. Probably a good thing. And I can't figure out how to take off the, the <laughs> reverb. The lime in the coconut made itself. There uh, we are. There we are. We're back. Okay. I'm... <laughs> okay. Now, all right. How are we doing? How are we doing? It's all right. How are we doing? All right. Now the level's a lot lower than it was. Why is that? Why Live is that? Live engineering, America. We're learning as we go here in the hut. 
Okay. All right. We're cooking with gas. Speaking of the nice. Bronx, Mishy, speaking of the Bronx. Yes. I uh, was walking out of the Palazzo. Right. At about 6.30 in the morning the other day. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> because all the groups, the group slowly faded out of the, you know, 2.30 we're going strong, 3.30 we're going strong, 4 o'clock we're going strong, 4.15. In the morning we're talking. In yeah, the morning. In the morning, talking. in the Palazzo, in the Palazzo, winning money at the craps table. And now, was this the Palazzo, your residence outside of Milan, or were you in Las Vegas? <sighs> An L A S V E G A dollar sign, man. Oh, baby, baby, baby! Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And so oh. no, and so the other two, the the last two other stragglers, clock out about four thirty, and me and my buddy are hanging out, playing some. We were playing Wheel of Fortune slot machines at that at that time. After the craps the craps playing was done, we're like, dude, I don't want the night to end. But let's we can't we don't want to stay here anymore. We've been here for like eight hours. So me and Puddin' Jones, Puddin', Puddin' Jones Hi, go Puddin'. strolling out outside of the Palazzo, and we're like, "Where are we going?" And look across the street, the wind. Let's go to the wind. Six. It's it's nice. five forty-five a.m. The sun's up already. We've been up all night, and we're looking like a million bucks. And this uh, one of the one of the fine people that work at the Palazzo at the door was like morning closed and we're like uh hey where can we go get a drink um that's not necessarily <laughs> a casino right now and she's like nowhere but you can go to the casinos and drink she's like okay how's the win she's like it's fine and she's talking this whole time and she's got an accent and i was like and i and so i i rolled the dice because i was rolling the dice all night i was like what part of brooklyn are you from she's like wrong I'm like, what part of Queens are you from? Wrong. <laughs> what part of Staten Island are you from? Wrong. Come on. Wrong. Come on. I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> there it is. There, there it is. is. There it is, everybody. <laughs> Everyone make a circle. It's a perfect circle when you make a circle. It doesn't matter if it's imperfect or you draw in or out of the lines. We have the Las Vegas story from the Bronx. We have Jerome from the Bronx. I'm not sure if that's going to make the cut, but you know, the Bronx is a nice place. The Bronx is a nice place. Um, it's a big part of the the boroughs of Manhattan. It's not just the new NY Yankees, you know. But I don't want to talk about baseball because they're going to hit home runs, strike out, or walk. That's that Cleveland Brown mentality. Yeah, we're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, but we might not, but... Hey, this is a sound effect. This is the sound of uh, Ime's cat food going in a bowl. Here we go. That's that. Thank you very much. That's my contribution. I hope you can edit that correctly. Ime's cat food. We need sponsors. We need sponsors. So, cat food, people listening to this podcast, if you have a kitty cat at home, I'm Scat Food is the one for you. And if you don't, you know, call the shelter. So, you know, you just get this online delivery. You're foo-foo enough to get your food online today, yesterday, or tomorrow. Then you can donate a bag of cat food to your local, uh, you know, veterinary doctor or animal shelter. That's my plea to America today, Mr. Kobasa. What do you think? 
Hey, oh, are you ready to get on your presidential soapbox or? Um, um, I'll take that. See, as we well. don't know if we can get the presidential music. You want to just sing? Uh, you want to hum along to "Hail to the Chief" or something? Dude, I've got "Sausage Out 100." What are you talking about? That's perfect. Well, I thought that was maybe one too many buttons for you right about now. I'm back. The buttons are back. I don't know what I did that threw everything. It's like when it's like when Papa Kilbasa pushes the wrong button on the remote and changes the goddamn input, and then he doesn't know how to get it back, and it starts scanning for channels. And he calls me, and he's like, "I don't, I the the TV's broke again. What's it doing? It says it's scanning for channels. Like, well, you got to change the HDMI one. I don't know how to do that. It says scanning for channels. Now, what does it say? Uh, repeat. <laughs> that's all. It's, that's all you can do is repeat. Scanning channels, and oh, around and around we go. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Now, ladies and gentlemen, democracy in action. With your host, with Michi. America, I want to thank Mr. Kovacic for this platform. I am stepping on my soapbox right now. America, there are too many buttons. There are buttons to go from here to there, and buttons you have to press again to go from nowhere to nowhere else. We don't get what we want. We don't get what we need. When we have to log in, log out, change the buttons every day to keep our internet secure, to keep our homes secure. America, there are too many buttons. It's too complicated. It's number one. We're going to do something about that. Number two, the price of bacon is still too damn high. And I believe there's still some issues with tariff imports, exports. I think there's still some issues with keeping our water clean that we really need to talk about. The environment, people, the environment. It's not for Mr. Kielbasa or myself. It's for the young kids just getting out of high school, Mr. Kielbasa, America, who are going to have grandchildren someday. They deserve clean food clean water, and a clean lifestyle. I spoke today to some engineering students, and the discussion was, what is the formula for solar and wind power where we can take away the nuclear power plants and show the map to the knuckleheads, to the oil people in Texas, saying, look, we have to do this, and the whole world has to do this. I'm not going to be a green freak, Mr. Kibasa, but it's time to hug some trees, everybody. Time to reduce our own waste, reduce our own silliness sometimes. And when I'm president, we're going to help everybody get clean, get healthy. The rivers, ourselves, our diets, and uh, we're all going to have a better time about it. My name is Mishy, and as your next president, I promise we'll work very hard to improve everyone's situation. Thank you. Thank you for this time. Vote Mishy. Number 13 on your ballot, number one in your heart. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. Democracy in action. Action, action, action. <laughs> oh, Mr. Kilbasa. There we go. I think we got I think we nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I couldn't imagine what it looks like on your end right now. Yeah, yeah, man. It's uh a lot of inputs. That's what she said, but...
and nothing's like Tesla wanted it where it can just go wirelessly to wherever we want it to go, right? Right. Whatever happened to that? Oh, I'm sure the I'm sure the technology's there. I'm sure there's all sorts of stuff that I could be doing right now that's that's gonna make it better, but there's my goddamn gain. There it is, right there. There it is. There's my goddamn gain. Okay, give me some more bass. Does it have any labels on this uh, console, Mr. Kobasa? Yeah, but it was just weird that I I pushed one button and it all went went to shit. <laughs> that's why when Michi runs for president, that's why that's what I'm saying. There's just too many buttons. Well, but this is the. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of buttons here. But instead of being afraid of it, once I once I get it, once I get it down, then I'm going to be able to make a much better sound with it. That too sounds like marriage. Marriage. What a the the, the biggest sucker bet ever invented. You know, people laugh at Michigan. Some people, uh, some people laugh more than the other than the rest. We'll find out after listening to this. But uh, the great and wise Sea Town said. Best move you ever made, not getting married. She would have killed you a long time ago. If it was wifey one, two, or three, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. And I was like, he was like, you're right. You're right. And then I quoted Rod Stewart to him, and he had a laugh. and said, why didn't you do that after my second marriage? I said, I tried, brother. You were convinced. You were convinced. And every time... You weren't yourself. I knew you were falling in love with somebody because you were acting stupid. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do that. She wouldn't like that. I said, well, it's who you are. She'll like you for who you are. No, she wouldn't. I said, oh, come on. So we need to take some female callers. I believe that's what we're looking at. You got any buttons that can give me a nice, squeaky Carol Channing voice or anything? If I did, I wouldn't be wasting my time in the sausage hut, man. Nice. There was a program on back in the day called Married with Children. Yeah. And it was very good. And it was very good. And if you like that sort of thing. And uh, the daughter on the show, Kelly Bundy. Kelly Bundy got a job one time and she says well you know al bundy says well where are you working honey she said at espen and uh i've never forgotten it i thought it was one of the funniest lines i've ever heard in my life so whoever wrote that if you happen to be listening very cool dude very cool <laughs> how do you pronounce that the atl the atl the atl yeah <laughs> that's how the espen. amish pronounce it espen of the amish what do you got, neighbors who are Amish, or you just go there to get your butter? That's where, where do you go to get your butter? <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> Mishy, you know, you have your summer. You have your spring. You have your summer. The You have your NBA and NHL playoffs that just go on for a year and a half. You got right. the you got the the English Premier League and all the European soccer that goes and then that ends and then if you're lucky you've got some sort of international soccer tournament that's kind of different. You kind of got a dold, you got to got doldrums between you know, and pretty much the you know, half the last half month of June that you've got a little doldrums here. You kind of experiment with things, you get outside, you go walk around, you go golfing. And then, as soon as I swear, every year, as soon as Fourth of July is over with, what is it? Well, 
it's it's it means to the, the same thing to the rest of the country. It's a countdown to football season. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody starts talking football as soon as 4th of July comes and goes. It's the countdown to training camp, and that's all they can do. It's crazy how just you thought is summer was gentle and warm, and then fourth of, you make it the 4th of July, and it's like, no, dude, we're talking football from here on out. I, uh... Yeah, some of us wonder why we have to wait that long, I must admit to you. And let's just talk five minutes, five minutes, five minutes of pro football. Do you mind? America, do you mind? I think the answer is no. Mr. Kielbach, we are fantasy football kings, gurus, and uh, sorted other psychopaths and psychics. In the AFC North. Cleveland Browns, hashtag America's team, Pittsburgh Steelers, somebody else in Baltimore, that name escapes me right now, and the Cincinnati Bengals, somewhere there in Pennsylvania. Out of all those teams, if you're drafting a fantasy quarterback, what quarterback are you taking out of the AFC North? Baker freaking Mayfield, Homer pick USA, that's who I'm taking. Well, all right. You know, because uh, my scattering report, my early scattering report goes opposite what everyone is saying about the Steelers and how they're going to rebound. I believe uh, I believe the talent that they lost will bring an end to the Mike Tomlin era. And it couldn't happen fast enough. Ben, you should have retired a year ago. So avoid all the Steelers. I'm telling you, Juju Smith Schuster might be nice. The tight end might be nice. But you're not paying a number one. For, you're not going to get a number one out of Juju. I'm sorry. Ooh, you're not going to get Big ooh. Ben. Big Ben had his best year of his statistically, his best year last year. That's it, baby. As they say in the funny papers, Big Ben shot his load. I am staying. A, Mr. Connor, I love you. I love the story. I'm interested in who's going to be playing in week six through 12 for the Steelers at wide receiver uh, and running back. I believe that you're going to stay away, stay away, I say, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mr. Kilbasa, at running back in the AFC North, you have a young man named Mr. Chubb, dynamic young man. Kareem Hunt is coming back much later in the season, so we have to get through the first four weeks of fantasy football. you got to get through week one and win. If you go down to uh, Cincinnati, there's a young man named Joe Mixon. And if you go out to uh, Baltimore, you have a, a retread named Mark Ingram, who just got paid. Who are you taking as your number one running back out of the AFC North? Nick Chubb. You're taking Nick Chubb. And I'm here to tell everyone that uh, Nick Chubb will still be a starter by the time your uh, fantasy championship comes around. But Kareem Hunt is a, a very good talent, and I'm not sure how that's going to close. And what I'm saying to you, Mr. Kilbasa, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon. If you could find Joe Mixon, if you could find Joe Mixon, you're going to find a nice running back. And then I would take Nick Chubb. And then where would you draft Kareem Hunt? Or would you wait, America, Mr. Kilbasa? Where would you take Hunt? Would you roster him and wait a few weeks? Or would you roster him through the whole season and wait for him? What would you do? Kareem Hunt is not available right now. Kareem Hunt is sitting on somebody's bench, and he's going to be a keeper in a lot of leagues. And I'm going to go after the Diablo Toad early and heavy. 
because I'm going to have Kareem Hunt on my team, and I think I'm going to be able to get him. Um, I have to correct you because Kareem Hunt was on Mishy's team. Oh, I thought he. Well, oh, he got rid of him. I um, Kareem Hunt pissed me off. I had to cut him last year. I had Kareem Hunt on my team. I had oh, Melvin you had Gordon Kareem. on my okay, team. My America. Bad. Kareem Hunt. You had Kareem. Hunt. And uh, I was kicking everybody's ass. Everybody's took his. Mishy was looking all back to back to belly to belly for his fantasy championship. Of course, it did not happen. And yet, um, I am not keeping Kareem Hunt. I am not keeping a player on my bench that long. So he'll be available. Just so you know, little little inside scouting there, Mr. Kielbasa. At wide receiver in the AFC North, we have, from hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, Odile Beckham Jr. You had a cash cow named Javaris Landry. You have on the Steelers, you got uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. In Baltimore, I don't think you have much of anything. I know they brought guys in and they drafted guys, but I'm not even touching a, uh, a Ravens wide receiver. No chance in the world. And in Cincinnati, you have uh, allegedly an aging A.J. Green and Mr. Boyd, Tyler Boyd. And out of those wide receivers, Mr. Kilbasa, give me your one, give me your two, and give me, say, a flex. Which Give me a top three out of the wide receivers in the AFC North. Yeah. Fantasy, fantasy touchdowns. Fantasy touchdowns. Uh, I, I, think, I think Juju's going to do better than you think he's going to do. And I think that Odell is probably not going to put up that big of numbers right off the bat uh, too much much to everybody's chagrin because he's going to have they're going to have so many other weapons that he might not get the, to score that many touchdowns so Javoris might be looking at stuff and Nick Chubb's going to be getting um touchdowns too so All right. Odell might not be the fantasy football giant that you might think he's going to be because there's going to be so many <laughs> weapons. And look up, you know, big chief up the seam, dude, when when you least expect it. We'll get to the tight ends in a moment there, Mr. Homer. Hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. You notice that you're asking me questions and I'm just talking about the Browns. <laughs> No, I haven't noticed that. Not at all, by the way. So what I mean to say is touchdowns. Who's going to have more touchdowns? Boyd, Green, on this, on, and would you draft either of those two guys on Cincinnati? Uh, Yeah, I'd take Green. All right. He's a little bit older. I think I can get Boyd later. I like the way he's matured. Again, Oil you know, can. I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay away in Baltimore. Someone's going to jump for Smith-Schuster, and it's not going to be me. Because I have him on my squad and I'm letting him go. And in in hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, we have uh, the dynamic of, as you said, a lot of mouths to feed. And if I had to make a little thought to myself, Odell Beckham is a double-digit touchdown maker. I believe Landry could still actually lead the receiving uh, group in touchdowns, a double digit guy also. And I find it, I, I find it that if Landry's sitting a few rounds later, there might be some real value in there. You PPR people know what I'm talking about, but straight up touchdowns. That's interesting. That's, that's very interesting. Now you broached the subject of big chief Najoku, one of my favorite human beings. Find him on Twitter. Nice man. 
and there's uh, Mr. McDonald in Pittsburgh. They have somebody replacing the often injured Tyler Eifert in Cincinnati. And I believe a draft pick from two years ago coming back, whose name escapes me, in Baltimore. You drafting anybody out of that group from your squad? Anybody going to stand out? Anybody, any of those tight ends? And there's just really just one name in that group, and that's Mr. McDonald and or Mr. Njoku. So I'm going to ask you a homer question. Is Mr. Njoku a top five fantasy tight end this year? Um, maybe top 10. I'm not going to go that crazy. Cause there's some really good tight ends that are going to eat a lot this fall. And there's a lot of places to eat in the, uh, Cleveland Browns, um, tight end department, or excuse me on their offensive, uh, sort of line. I would imagine that the, your team brought in a blocking tight end as well as a pass catching tight end. You guys could be pretty dynamic. Now here's the question that everyone wants to know on fantasy football. Who's drunk kicker are you going to want to draft? Are you going to want to draft the drunk kicker in Cleveland, Baltimore, Cincinnati, or Pittsburgh, or it doesn't matter till the last pick of the draft and see who's available? I'm reaching for everything, man. I'm reaching for everything. Going totally, you going total homer on the Browns I might, kicker? I might go Curtis is. Joseph or whatever his name is. Is that the drunk kicker in Cleveland? I think so. Do you know the story of where drunk kicker came from and why it agitates people so much? Why don't you tell me? Oh, thank you. And the Monday night, Wednesday night, summertime football prognostication with America's commissioner, Michi. Hello, America. Hello, America. Hello, Mr. Kabasa. Happy scouting to everyone. We have worked this nine ways to Sunday. Do we need to repeat this? The AFC North, AFC North scouting report looks like this. Baker Mayfield's quarterback. Leave the other guys alone. Lamar Jackson proves me. Big Ben, you're so old, you should have retired. The redheaded stepchild, his new coach, you're done. Running back. We love Joe Mixon. Love Joe Mixon, even with the new coach down there in Cincinnati. I would take Nick Chubb before any of them and not worry about Kareem Hunt. Let him be someone else's problem because we keep a short bench and there's no room for guys who are not going to play for two months. We don't like uh, Mr. Ingram to um, be the great player, but I think it's going to become a timeshare. Someone's going to draft him too early. And wide receiver Mr. Kabasa loves Juju, but I already spoke about old man Ben. Big Ben. It's going to be old men Ben. Hashtag old man Ben. Ben, I know you listen. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. The idea that uh, the wide receiver in Juju Smith is going to be uh, 13, 14 first round, you know, top five wide receiver just doesn't equate to me. Just doesn't equate. I like the fact that Odell Beckham is on the Cleveland Browns and that kind of enhances the possibility of getting some real steals with Mr. Landry. Because someone's going to jump for Odell Beckham. And Mr. Cabasa said, yeah, it might be not a giant year. That was pretty good, by the way. That was a good pun there, Mr. Cabasa. giant year for the former giant. But he's going to be a decoy if he's not getting the ball. And he better stay happy, you know. I mean, they'll find him. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him kick goalposts when he's not a kicker. So you'll see him stay happy when the helmet comes off and... Him and, and Javaris has to go there. Calm him down, bro. Calm down. Javaris. I'll tell you, if I needed to calm down, if I needed to calm down Odell Beckham, and I'm on record saying a lot of negative things about him, I'd send Big Chief Njoku say, "Hey, dude, now." 
and you know you don't cross the big chief you send an offensive lineman with him how can they even how are they even going to be able to cover big chief he's going to be he's going to have a, his run of the field they're going to be so worried about everybody else you can't it's cover all four of them you can't cover them all. and if duke johnson wants to play there's five there's five guys right there five weapons at once that baker can just drop back and heave it so at tight end we do like big chief njoku Hashtag Big Chief Njoku for you Twitter people. At Nishi 108, at Johnny Kielbasa. You have uh, you have Big Chief on a... Um, you kind of select which week you want Big Chief to play. For some reason, you're going to have to feel it out. You got Big Chief on your roster, you might have to carry two tight ends, which is stupid, but a lot of people do. At Kicker, no one cares. We'll find out who's on the roster at the end of the year. That's my fantasy roundup. We did not talk about defenses because, quite frankly, I'd go home and take hashtag America's team Cleveland Browns to have one of the best defenses in football this year. <laughs> oh, Michy. I would. Flattery is your uh, best trait, I think. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And uh, you know what my real best trait is, Mr. Kielbasa? Um, Given the flattery. ladies what no. they need. No, that's that's not a trait. That's a lifestyle. The uh, you sure sound like I heard a kitty cat somewhere. What was that? And uh, <laughs> that's not mine. That's not mine. But I can see uh, I can see the Cleveland Browns defense. Um, oh, what was I saying? Yeah, that's it. Sincerity, Mr. Kabasa, is my best trait. <laughs> there you have it. Yep. And and now you know a lot more. The America knows a lot more about me than than, than some people I talk to every day. Because they, they refuse to believe it. You cannot be such a square machine. And I'm not. But I'm not going to say it if it isn't at least running up and down the flagpole and I've given it some consideration. That's what I'm talking about, Mr. Kabasa. That is the value added to the sausage fantasy football prognostication. America, hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns defense will be very good. The Ravens defense notoriously is good, but you take them very late. You don't reach for them. You just wait. Cincinnati's going to be awful, and quite frankly, I think the Steelers are going to be awful this year. Pittsburgh, it's not that I don't love you. It's just that you all deserve a crash and burn, and you're going to get it this season. Thank you. And that is the AFC North Fantasy Football, June 26th, Prime. You're going to be hearing a lot more of those AFC North previews, America. Get used to it. Oh, we're going to go around about the dial AFC now. North. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the AFC East, but that's it, man. How about just the AFC East and the AFC North? Because that's all we're concerned about this year. Because we're making a run for it. We're making a run for the AFC Championship game. Week two, and then the rematch in the AFC Championship game. Browns, Jets, baby. Get used to it. You I, uh, I can I can drink that Kool-Aid, man. I can drink that Kool-Aid. Very nice, very nice indeed. Can I uh can I tell you a little side story, Mr. Kilbaugh? Sure. Now I I'm done with the ball. Uh, hardly. Oh. <laughs> hardly. And uh I had to uh fly into a place that I would I swear to you in my wildest imaginations, if I was on the sausage hut private jet. And you were telling me we were going to this place. I'd say, leave me off here. Give me the parachute. Give me the bleep out. And 
Because I'm from metropolitan New York and uh, New Jersey, to be precise. And I was in Dallas, Texas last weekend, Mr. Kibasa. First time in my life. The big D. And I have some uh, fantasy football cohorts who are big, 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 super big Dallas Cowboy fans. And as we all know, they were formally hashtag something, hashtag something else. But we, it's now hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. And I've been ripping the Cowboys. And I ripped the Cowboys, the Cowboy fans uh, on Sunday, are the most obnoxious people that you could ever meet. But I got to tell you something, Mr. Kibasa. Any that? other day of the week, any other day of the week, and not in football season, the people I met in Texas are, are just like super, absolutely phenomenal. And as I was flying home, I kind of considered this, and I think I have an idea why there's certain niceness to the people I met in Dallas, Texas. Can I tell you why? Why is that, Mr. Well, they look you in the eye, they'll talk to you, have a decent conversation. They will decide if they like you or don't like you. And in Texas, if you cross them, they can always shoot you. They carry guns. They have no other option. There's no reason not to be nice. If you turn out to be some, some crazy person, well, I got that. And so they might as well be nice to you. And I figured, I never thought of it that way, but boy, those people were super nice. How about that? And I walked in there, a self-respecting New Jersey, I saying, I'm going to hate these people. They're knuckleheads. They're cowboy fans. Your nose, nasty, nose was high in the air. Your nose was oh, high the in the air. Oh, the nose was in the air, and everyone was talking about Ezekiel Elliott being, you know, the next Jim Brown and how the Jack <laughs> show was going to be the fantasy guy to take you over the top. And I figured they all be wearing that property of, you know, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry World and with the cowboy hat and, you know, the embroidered boots and all that. But, but well, you know what? I, I found some pretty nice people. Awesome. That's great. We could shoot you at any time. I didn't see one policeman anywhere. It's fantastic. I'm sure there's policemen down there, but I didn't see one of them. As a matter of fact, I don't remember seeing one at the airports I went through. Wow. How about that? Well, that's pretty good. Fly the friendly skies, nice and secure. If they don't like you, they shoot you. Well, that's fair enough. My name's Mishy. I'm on the I'm on the sausage hut tonight. That's right. You sure are, man. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me something good, Mr. Kabasta. We've been on a horn here for a little bit, going left, right, right, left, pressing buttons. Is there uh is there anything more exciting than getting a new mixing board and being on sausage hut again? Tell me. <laughs> I think we're going to start. This is the beginning of something here. This is the beginning. I got to rededicate, rededicating right now with the new mixing board with Mishy. And there you go. I got to figure out other things. I got to, and I'm, I'm going to try to change up my um, RSS feed so I, you get the seasons thing because you, you can add a description if you have episodes in a season. And I want to start doing that. Oh, so see, I can help you with that. Oh, you know, you know, RSS feeds? I might be able to help a little bit. Okay. It's just, uh, yeah. So the RS, and I got to figure out if I'm maximizing my RSS feed. If, is there any, if there's any, um, I got to keep quit saying, um, too. And I'm looking for this one song that I can't freaking remember what the, I don't know the names of all these things that I have here. Like, I don't know which music is which on some of these. And I'm like, the, uh, one goddamn thing I'm trying to find. I got it for you. You ready? Give me a one, two, three. A one and two. And a one, Put two, the three. Line. 
You put the lime in the coconut and mix it all up. You put the lime in the coconut and calm it in the morning. Doctor, this is something I can take. Doctor, to relieve his bellyache. I said, Doctor, this is something I can take. You put the lime in the coconut and mix it all up. Have you found that song yet? You put the lime in the coconut and mix it all up. Have you found that song yet? Is that Al Jarreau? Uh, no. Is that, um, gosh, I don't know. It's Harry Nielsen. Oh. As uh, Ringo Starr might say, the great. Harry Nielsen. He's great. He's a great man. <laughs> now, that's Scotty from Star Trek. Speaking of Scotty from Star Trek, for yeah. you Star Trek fans, there was a film out years and years ago called The Wrath of Khan. And uh, in this episode, they put these worms in people's ears to make them do crazy things. And in my time in Texas, I went to uh, an outlet store and I bought a Bose headset. Because, you know, you can only save a dollar or two at the outlet store. Right. So, and I bought a Bose headset. And it sounds really good with my smartphone and the buttons you got to press to make things happen and stuff. And as I had it on in the first 20 minutes, I said, this feels like I'm Chekhov and this worm is being inserted to my head. And it's never going to come out. And I took the earbud out. And... uh Anybody needs a, a nice set of Bose stereo earplugs, give me a call at Mission 108. Happy to get them to you. Didn't like the experience, Mr. Kielbasa. Didn't like it at all. You wear earbuds and stuff like that? Yeah. I wear earbuds. Does it, not, does, it, does it ever feel like your ear is expanding? Do they ever fall out? Like an old timer would put a pencil behind your ear and eventually they had, you know, like Dumbo ears and the pencil would always fall out. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if that's you, America. Oh, you, do you have, be honest. Now. Do, you, do you have big cavernous ear holes or something? I have very sensitive ears. I'm a very sensitive individual. That's why I'm Michigan. You're a, an artist. <laughs> As for other people to say. That's and that was why I said it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Very sensitive, Mr. Kilbasa. Very sensitive. All so I had so it in. Sensitive. I'll tell you what, man. I really did have them in, and I had to take them out, and it it, it felt funny. It felt kind of funny. I they, guess. Uh, I feel natural with them, and I could wear them all day. You just got to make sure you're not you don't put stuff too loud. Like I listen to, I listen to podcasts and radio all day, every day. It's like piped into my brain. Do you listen to like re 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 replays of the sausage up? Uh, only for quality assurance purposes. Understood. And then it is job number one, you know, especially with this new mixing board. It's it's yeah. going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And we cut. Co- we covered, but we covered buttons. Did we do the presidential thing with the too many buttons? I got to ask you. No, we did. We did. No, no, we covered the buttons. We covered. We covered the people in Texas being very nice. We spoke about uh, hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. And you know, America, you know, Mr. Kilbasa, we can take questions and all that fun stuff. This could be a live feed and you can have like two more computer screens at your house, Mr. Kilbasa. How nice would that be? <laughs> this is all probably somebody could be like, dude, you don't need to do all that. I mean, you just need this app and these three things right here and you could just put your 
just hook up your microphone and yeah like when you are doing your douchebag podcast and all you're doing is talking oh. about stuff, it's fine when you have one stupid microphone that's hooked into your teeny little iPad. When you're rocking the whole freaking world with things coming at you from every direction, you need more yes. shit. You know what I would like? I want to add something to that particular pile of poop. Yeah. I'd like to reach out to my old pal Bill Murray, hashtag Bill Murray. And say, Bill Murray, I want you as my first. Uh, we want, we, we we request humbly, Mr. Murray, that you be our first phone call here on the Sausage Hut one because it's been a while. And then I think he'd be a lot of fun. So you want to talk about someone who could throw things in the midair and juggle and such? Oh, did somebody say they were talking, looking for Bill Murray on the phone? Uh, this is Bill Murray. Can I help you? Bill! Bill! Yeah, yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm talking on the phone to you. Oh, it's Mishy. Mishy is Bill. Mishy is Bill. Oh, man, it's been a long time. It's been a long... You owe me $50 from the last time we played golf, motherfucker. And I am sick and tired of calling you, asking you for my money. Listen, asshole, we went double or nothing. You remember that. God damn it. No, we... Did we? We ended up even. We bought each other a drink, and that was it. Sang each other a song and hit the road. Come on. That was a good song, too. That was a good song. That was really. You want to do it again on the sausage chat, or should we? Yeah, do... No, 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 no. I don't got that kind of time, and the Johnny Cabazos definitely doesn't have that kind of money. So stop giving, stop giving the yank around here. Okay, I don't have all day. I got to go do Ghostbusters five. No, you know, you got you got to go do like Jagged Edge like over again because you got nothing else to do with some young actress. I know you, Bill. I got Bill. We've known money. each other for a long time, and that smile on your face is is totally vape. Um, cartridges that you get for free from all your friends because I still send them to you. I get 150 in the mail every day. What are you talking about? Come over. You see that? I give me some. I send you some. I write love, Mishy. You never write back. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I get 300 letters every day. What can I do? Uh, you could write back to an old pal who you still owe fifty dollars to for playing golf. Yeah, but uh, I, I think uh, I don't think you're telling the whole story there, kid. Come on. <sighs> listen, listen. I can bring kids. What do you want from me? I just want you to be on a sausage hut with us and having a good time, man. Yeah, I, I just want you to share some light on love, on what Bill Murray sees in the world. That's all. Yeah, hey, Johnny, okay. hey, I'm glad I could call in. Thanks for I'll tell you what, man. Is a re- Bill, 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 Bill. There's a reason why we don't talk for 10 years at a time. Now hang up the phone. Oh, man, he hung up. I can't believe that Bill Murray was here. Once a douche, always a douche. I love him, but I hate him. I, I don't I, understand why you don't like him. And I, I, I told him that I got the hotline number, and he was the first person to call in. He, the listen, first person I gave listen. the number to. Well, second person and, I gave the number to. Let me tell you something. You know, the best thing really is you love him, you hate him, but you're never ambiguous. And that's a good thing. Being that he wants to be that way, it's an act. He, you know, he's, he's calling me up right now, okay? Hey, come on. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, I thought he. <laughs> no, I thought you were saying I was telling him to come on to stop bothering you because he knows we're on the air right now. Well, if you know, he'll be listening and stuff. Anyway, so we got um, we got quite a few buttons pressed here this evening, Mister Kibosa. We did, we did, we did, and uh, Mishy, thanks for suffering through all that. It's like we hit play and we don't need to do anything and you, you just and out uh, comes pottery this. yeah you throw a big hunk of uh clay <laughs> onto the wheel <laughs> and 
where it sticks, it sticks. <laughs> Did I oh, tell you they... about the pottery wheels we had in fourth grade? I might have told you about this already. So no, I have yet to hear. I couldn't imagine the... Uh... What was that movie with Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, Ghost. A little ghost action. Yeah, that's the one. Who else was in there? Uh, uh, a really young Demi Moore. Oh. And P. Oh, S. okay. And Peace Way. He's your Peace boy. Yeah, that's, why I didn't, that's why I didn't say anything. I, I was waiting for you to get that emotion up, man. Peace Way. All the way. <laughs> that's what friends are for. Do, do you want me to? Do you want me to tell you about the the pottery wheels, or do you want me to save that for next time? Always keep them. No, no, no. Pottery, pottery, pottery. Please, pottery for uh, five hundred. Wink. Yeah, probably. If you go back and listen to every second of the sausage, I probably told this before, but I was really excited. Like I've always in going into fourth grade, I'd always wanted to be able to do a pottery wheel because I always thought that was really neat looking. It it goes around in circles real fast and you just you bring your hand up and all of a sudden you got a bowl and then you push it in a little bit and all of a sudden you got a bait you know it was cool how it changed around so fast when it was going around and you just stuck your finger in it and moved it around a little bit and all of a sudden you got something <laughs> mighty morphin power rangers in an early sausage hub moment america continue please so my mom was a teacher in the in the middle school right so going in from third to fourth grade, you go from the elementary school to the middle school. Did a big boy school. And well, it was yeah, from fourth to eighth grade. So mom was teaching fifth grade at the time and I would go in there with her in the summertime sometimes, so she when she was getting her classroom ready and stuff. So I was sometimes get you know, I get the run of the place, just run around and go and it was a big cavernous old building and down in the basement there was an art room and I was able to see into the art room, but I wasn't able to get into the art room. Do not enter this room, Mr. Kilbasa. And it turned out that the, 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 the art teacher, who was new at the time, said, I want these kids to do pottery. I'm going to build a bunch of pottery wheels for everybody. So during the summer, this teacher built pottery, you know, I don't know, 15 pottery wheels or something like that in the in the in the art room and i was like oh this is gonna be great it's gonna be awesome we get to, i can't wait to throw pottery so the, the school year <laughs> and then you moved go ahead the school year starts <laughs> and we're just oh, like right off the bat we go straight to the pottery wheel at the beginning of the year so we get back there and he's like okay look we didn't have the money to put motors on this pottery wheel so you gotta kick it Sweet. I'm going to show you how to kick it. You just take the bottom and you just kick the bottom of the bottom thing and it'll go. And when it starts slowing down, you just kick it again. You kind of just got to get a rhythm. And I was just like, what? You got to be kidding me, man. I got to kick this thing. It's not going nearly fast enough. I, can, I can't I can do the ghost stuff with Demi Moore. I can't do any of this stuff. I can barely get I got to concentrate on kicking this thing. And then My I can go around like five times, and that's about it. You kid, This ain't a freaking – this ain't even worth it. And your matchbook cars go faster than the spot than, than, than the pottery wheels. Yeah. Me. It's not doing what yeah. they do in the, on TV. It's not doing what they do in Ghost. The Joy of Pottery with Johnny Kilbasa. My my goddamn clay's too dry now. I can't get even. I can't even get my finger in it. Everything's all wet, but nothing. <laughs> Come on, I got I got clay water all over my hands, and my <laughs> freaking clay Sa won't move. This sucks. <laughs> Sounds like marriage. Please continue. <laughs> That's it. 
the, the whole point was that I was disappointed after being so fired up to do the pottery wheel, and it was such horse shit because I had to kick the thing, and it would never go around fast enough. And we're, everybody was like that. Like, okay, let's just make ashtrays. <laughs> make ashtrays and again. Was, and that was your experience that led you to podcasts. Yeah. God damn it. And on that note, Mishy, let's take it on America. into the sunset. Dun, 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 dun. With the new mixing board, we're going to get better at it just for you guys. Mishy, the commissioner. Hey, thank you. Thank you, America. Shout out to uh, C-Town. Shout out to Sam Peck. Shout out to the flying one, Mr. Toad. Where are you? Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Shout out to Las Vegas, Nevada for hosting us it was great i'm gonna go in back in dallas texas in dallas texas and dallas texas me. i would have loved to have joined you in vegas i hope you have like this big rousing sort of prices right sound effect going right now i gotta tell you what I got yes that. thank you everyone outro. good night everyone good night thank you catch michi on twitter catch me on the mark aram show and twitter and check out our awesome videos on instagram johnny kielbasa rocks uh, go back and listen to all the podcasts They're not topical You can listen to any one of them And they're awesome dun, Tell dun, your dun, friends dun, 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 dun. And download us all, uh, Download everything You don't have to listen to them all Just download them So we get the stats man Catch Michigan and I Weed in the garden scouting, everyone. Outside scouting. your mama's back door Play nice Mr. Kilbasa Play nice And we're clear. <laughs>